0: welcome to another episode of block talk presented by theater in the now i'm your host as always michael block don't adjust your phones we've got something new to calm your nerves brand new podcast same great network every day during the quarantine i'll be talking to someone whether it be a friend a family member a peer or a stranger if you want to talk i want to listen but before we begin follow me on instagram and venmo at michael on twitter and visit theaterthenow.com for the latest news reviews and interviews We're here with another quarantine check-in, and today I'm talking to one of my favorite humans on the planet. It's someone who has a real job. It's Coco Taylor.
1: Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm locked up, but I'm good.
0: Yeah, um, I mean for the listeners, uh, you can't see Coco, but Coco has a beard. Coco <laughs> full, is going full, full beard. beard. Um
1: yep.
0: How are you? How how's the husband? Um, Good.
1: So uh, he is actually working still uh, because he runs a soup kitchen and food pantry, which is very necessary right now. Um, But they went to a to-go model yesterday. Okay. Okay. So um, he is down at the soup kitchen uh, Monday through Friday uh, giving out meals. So if anybody needs one or needs a bag of groceries, head on down to the East Village.
0: There you go. Hit him up. Um, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention what today is, because I feel like a lot of people are forgetting what today is. Normally, yep. we celebrate March 17th hardcore. And you mm-hmm. know what? I, I'm i technically an Irish Jew. I'm going to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day.
1: Celebrate it. Celebrate I ha- it.
0: I have Jameson that um I got for Christmas from Seraphim that I'm going to finish off tonight. Um, I'm going to probably do some Irish jigs and by do Irish jigs, I'll be watching them on YouTube, but you know what? We got to celebrate St. Paddy's day a little bit, right?
1: We only get it once a year. And even if we're locked inside, we may as well try to celebrate
0: it. Do you have any St. Patrick's day traditions?
1: Um, I used to do uh, a corned beef and cabbage, um, completely forgot to do that in like my quarantine grocery shopping. Didn't even think about what day it was. Um, So today, uh, actually, we'll be doing frozen shrimp tepura and rice.
0: That is the most Irish thing I've ever heard.
1: The most Irish meal you could have.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I I hope you have at least a little bit of whiskey with that.
1: Oh, I do. I do. Oh, good, good, good.
0: What's your whiskey of choice?
1: Um, Usually, uh, I am a Jameson person. We just got this new whiskey... um, Tried it out last night. What is it called? <laughs> Michters.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Michters. It's it's very very fancy.
0: It sounds um, it.
1: Yeah, we sort of hit up the the fancy liquor store instead of the you know glass glass cabinet can't talk through the wall thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I have some liquor still. I have a lot of wine. Um, we'll see when I start tapping into all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, what was it, Sunday night that I um, uh, we drank some uh, white wine and celebrated because schools were officially closed. Um, mm-hmm. Even though someone has to go into work but anyway, but whatever. We're here, and we're going to talk about your three topics.
1: Three I'm excited.
0: Topics. I'm excited, and we're going to start off with something that we both love dearly oh. and we miss dearly right now. Broadway,
1: Broadway, Broadway. So,
0: for those who don't know, and if they don't know, they're obviously um, they don't know you.
1: Yeah, they're not. You're not attention.
0: only a Broadway queen; you work on the Broadway.
1: I do, I do. Yeah, not cur- not currently, but well, working, yes, just not in the office. Um, yeah, day to day, I am at Lincoln Center Theater in their marketing department. Um, and that's been my day job for about five years, but right now with no productions going on, on or off Broadway, we are working from home.
0: So I don't know if you're allowed to give us any like insider tea or anything, but Mm -hmm. when did you all start to find out that things were going south for Broadway and things were going to start closing?
1: Um, so when we went into the office Monday, um, we had two shows in performance uh, off-Broadway. We had The Headlands upstairs at LCT3, and we had Intimate Apparel, the new opera version downstairs. Um, those were in performance. and pre. Well, The Headlands had opened, Intimate Apparel was in previews, and then Flying Over Sunset, the new Broadway musical, was supposed to start previews on Thursday. Um, Wednesday, we, I mean, starting on Monday, we had, a, we started having meetings of when we have to work from home, what are we going to need to do? What are we doing in terms of hand sanitizers and um, sort of cleanliness around the office and the theaters? Uh, but then Thursday, there was the official Broadway League meeting. Our boss, our um, managing director, came back, back from that and gave us what came down from the Broadway League of that all the shows we're going to close for or suspended is the word for the next four weeks. That's what I mean. Really, really right.
0: And are any of them going to be able to return or are you going to have That's... to adjust schedules?
1: Um, so our plan now is flying over sunset and intimate apparel will return. The headlands had about a week left on its run. So sure. they just decided to shorten that run and um, it's not coming back. That sucks. I know it was a really good show too, but yeah. it only had one week left, and it was just time to let the actors loose. Everybody else we can keep around, and right, they'll right. be actually be doing. Um, they were going to be doing rehearsal until um, until the governor's office was like, yeah, everybody shouldn't gather.
0: Yeah, good call, good call. Yeah, it was really yeah. unfortunate. Thursday was the official no more Broadway, which was also supposed to be the opening night of a little musical called Six.
1: Oh, yes! I was going to have friends who were going to go to that opening.
0: Yeah, that sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. I was very much looking forward to seeing what people thought about it.
0: Yeah, because it was one of the most anticipated shows of this season, I think.
1: Um, wow, shade. Okay. What,
0: am, I, am I wrong?
1: You're not wrong. I just have to be my, you know, booster for my show. Of course, but of I course. I was very much looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I actually was... haven't seen it yet.
0: I mean, I saw the um the off 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 Broadway version at Piece's Bar starring uh, Coco you don't Taylor.
1: Say.
0: Yeah. You, you mean yeah. Um, sorry starring Heidi Ho
1: with her cast of clowns. Yeah,
0: it was uh so much fun. Um I don't know if you know, but the very first week of Drag Array Star, um a little um boy named Toby Marlowe was in our audience.
1: I had heard that. I, I then heard
0: and and my cast knew about this and neglected to tell me because I don't know why. They thought I knew, apparently. I would have made a huge fucking big deal about that and been like, come guest judge. Come guest judge. So we had our show tunes week um, last week and I was like, okay, Lauren, I need you to sing uh, Heart of Stone just so we can like tag uh, Six on there or whatever because he's been to the show whatever. Both Toby and Lucy were at the show. How amazing I heard that. is that? I heard
1: that.
0: It was it was really really How cool. Did it feel? Oh, it was it was kind of, it was fun. Um, it was a really fun moment. I mean, he missed her performance, but I I got to uh airdrop him the full performance and everything. But it was really cool to see I mean, it's it's difficult to say now that I would have said future Tony Winners see your little drag show. I mean, will they be mm-hmm. future Tony Winners? Who the fuck knows now? Um
1: but yeah, no we, it, was, it was a really haven't cool heard anything f- about that
0: yeah it was a cool feeling to see um to have them there and get so excited because they they have their favorites in the competition and they were really like drinking for certain people and that that was really exciting oh and like we weren't eliminating wow. anybody wow. uh so Lauren did like a big old fake out um for the elimination mm-hmm. and I was watching Toby's face the entire time he was dying <sighs> he was freaking out because he didn't want his favorite to go. Yeah. Riveted, riveted, riveted. Um, but <laughs> let's, let's talk about six for a hot second. What drew you yeah, yeah, to the do. material?
1: Um, so I had, you know, because of work, I have my like theater Twitter list, all the people who are both like official, um, reviewers and bloggers and then the other people who are just fans. So I can kind of keep an ear to the ground um, and a lot of them had started talking about it when they went to do like London trips. They would go to London and see the show. And, you know, I've always been a fan of these sort of like poppy concert type musicals. Like I saw Alter Boys like three times, which is- Of course you did. Insane. Of course I did. Um, I I saw it um, off Broadway at New World Stages when I came to visit before moving to New York. And then when, after I had moved to New York, I had friends who had played piano on the show or uh, keyboard, so I saw it a couple of times. So I was like, okay, great. Pop concert, got the idea. Um, the, you know, 6 wi- ex X-Wives of Henry VIII. Okay, um, great. So I started listening to it and got obsessed with it.
0: Yeah, it's a good score.
1: Um, it was albums that just like, it goes by, you know. the scores are amazing, the performances on the, on the cast album are amazing. Um, and then really, it was when Heidi approached and was like, I wanna do something with Six and I know you like it, what do you wanna do? And I was like, I can do any of the numbers because I've been listening to it nonstop. Um, let me know which one. And then she's like, great, uh, you'll be doing this one, um, but you'll also be in every other one doing backups. <laughs> Um, so I started started listening to it nonstop again to listen to the backups as opposed to just the solo lines.
0: Right. Yeah. Will Will we so ever see a I was revival? Very looking forward
1: to it. A revival? Yes. Um, I feel like as it was getting closer to opening, we were going to talk about it, but with that being on hold, who knows? Maybe it'll come around. You know, if they ever reschedule the Tonys, um, which we still don't know if that's going to happen.
0: Oof, that would be so sad. So sad. Because it, it was such a yeah. huge hear, year for theater. Did you
1: hear about the Olivier's? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were going to have... Oh, the Olivier, Olivier's are canceled.
0: Okay, okay.
1: They're not going to happen this year. Yep. Um, now, the, the, ceremon- the
0: ceremony I, or full-on giving awards out?
1: Full-on giving awards out because they haven't had voters in. They haven't done haven't done nominations. Like Damn. Everything's delayed. That sucks. Yeah. It might just be a year without anything, you know? Thank God we got the Oscars in.
0: Right. That's wild. Um, yeah. Let's talk about... we
1: are so far behind.
0: It's, it's true. But let, let's talk about some positive yeah. things in the world of Broadway. What is... Yes, 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 yes. What is your favorite musical?
1: Ugh, see, that's a positive and a negative. Um...
0: Top My three. favorite
1: musical is uh oh god no uh Car- carolina change okay
0: okay which is I'm on just, hiatus right yeah, now thursday yeah
1: yep so we'll see again but no i saw carolina change well first i listened to it um when i was in college and fell in love with it bought the libretto read it as i listened to it and then after the broadway run it came to uh, the Amundsen in LA, so I took um, my then boyfriend, now husband, on like an anniversary trip, and we went down to LA and saw the original Broadway cast for the most part. Amazing. Uh, which, yes, except for it included Tanya Pinkins, who at that voice had at that point had no voice, absolutely no voice. So she just spoke everything. Oh God. Um. Yeah but I was very excited to see it this week with a new cast and um, somebody who actually will sing it. Um, and um, I'm not going to do that, but yeah. That's you'll get to musical. see it.
0: I'm positive you'll get to see it. It'll happen.
1: Yeah, yeah everything is safe at the at the non-profits, you know, the Roundabout and right. MTC and Lincoln Center. We'll jump right back up. Um, so yeah, I just got to wait for that, and then I'll book my tickets.
0: Now, Coco Taylor loves Broadway.
1: Yes, she does.
0: What if Coco Taylor, the drag queen, were to be mm-hmm. cast in a Broadway musical? What would yeah. she make her debut in?
1: Hmm. I feel like based on Oh, because it's my name and because it's uh it, it was done and forgotten. Um, I would love to see a revival of Coco, the Coco Chanel musical.
0: Okay, okay, not Coco the Disney musical.
1: Not Coco the Disney musical because that's that's not my place to do. But, no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I would I would totally do the Catherine Hepburn role of Coco Chanel in Coco. Okay, okay. Because it here's why. Here's why. One, it, it did not get the production it deserved, um, and the score is actually quite interesting. Two, um, I wouldn't have to. See sing i would just have to talk sing right of course uh which would be very very amenable to me
0: but i mean there have been a lot of people who've seen you perform um the hell out of sweet transvestite
1: sure sure the one <laughs> thing, of course yeah
0: um, um what, what, no, the, no, what okay yeah. so that's your debut what's what's the second role that's after you've debut. gotten like rave reviews role.
1: well here's the thing sophomore slump you gotta you gotta pump it up so maybe i would sing more um, at that point. So and you are so going to do my, say,
0: it's going to be my dream role for you where you play Ruth in Pirates of Penzance.
1: Correct. That's the, <laughs> what the world really wants right now is Gilbert and Sullivan. Uh, um, yeah. the kids love a good GNS. Um, what would I want to do? I guess that's the question. Cause at that point you're doing it for yourself, not to like make a name for yourself. You're actually doing it because that's what you want to do. Um, I would love to go the Whoopi Goldberg route and I will do a female suit in forum.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. I'm here for it. I love that. Uh, Something familiar. Yep. Yeah.
1: Something Um, peculiar.
0: Yeah. Why have we not gotten another revival of that?
1: Well, so here's the tea. I saw the all male production out in New Jersey a few Uh years ago with Michael Urie.
0: Yeah.
1: And it seemed to go well. I really enjoyed it. I'm a, fan of the show um but then it got killed because um what's his face i hate him um carpool karaoke what's his name james James corden Corden. yeah james corden was supposed to do it um at the roundabout and schedules didn't mash up so it just got dropped i would love 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 to see it
0: yeah that would be such a fun revival because it is such a fun little show and it is a classic
1: yeah, and the the spin they did on it by having less actors, all male, so everyone's doubling. The fun of that show, having done it myself, is that everybody's running around like crazy yeah. uh, to get the show up and going. So to have even less actors and to have them doubling as men and women, um, I think would be really fun. So maybe, who knows? All right, we'll need something so funny after
0: what other shows need to be revived? Like, what are we longing for?
1: You know what I had the idea for the other day? Um, so part of working at Lincoln Center Theater is everybody comes to me with their ideas for you know, what Bart should do, what um, Lincoln Center Theater should do in the Beaumont. Um, I would love to see a revival of Kiss of the Spider Woman.
0: Okay, starring, who's the dream role? Starring?
1: Ooh. Jennifer Lopez? Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez, uh, no, who's like a really like Latina, like could handle it. I obviously, mean you can do that or like obviously Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. Done. <laughs> um not <laughs> um not that she's Latina, but like someone like Vanessa Williams. Yeah. You know? Someone like Didn't very she do it, regal, though? very like, Didn't
0: Vanessa Williams what? replace Cheetah Rivera? Did she? Yeah, she did. Maybe she did. I think she was the first great. replacement. Great, we're
1: gonna have her start this way. Yeah, great. Let her. Let her she's gonna, she's gonna leave this one. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I like Cause, that.
1: Because really, my whole idea for it just came from you know the way that we can like roll the thrust of the Beaumont yeah. back and the pit is exposed. Sure. We're gonna do we're gonna do that, but the pit's gonna be a big spider web. Okay. It's gonna be like a trampoline, and it's gonna be. Um, that's going to be the whole MacGuffin of it. Okay, the cool. The spider web is in the pit.
0: I like that. Well, since you all do have like a transformable space a little bit, I have an idea for you. Are you mm-hmm. ready? Yeah, um, give it to me. Tell give everyone me. that I am so fully ready for the revival of Starlet Express. Oh, God. <laughs> you know,
1: it, 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 it's, it's actually a really catchy score. It is. It's got some great puns in there. I mean, come on. A lot Dina, of emotion.
0: Yeah, come on. Look
1: Um okay, how would you how would you convey? Would you use roller skates or are we doing something different?
0: Oh no, we're totally roller skating. This it has to be. We're totally roller skating. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You
1: want like ramps? You want ramps everywhere. I want ramps in you the want...
0: audience. I want them coming through. I want it feeling like it's immersive. I want okay, I want that 79-year-old woman sitting in that front row feeling like she's going to get hit by an actor.
1: Good. Good. If theater um, is not dangerous, it's not doing well. <laughs>
0: are you if you
1: aren't afraid?
0: Exactly. Are are you prepared yeah. for everyone to now pitch to you in eight weeks their new musical, coronavirus?
1: No. Absolutely not. How many um, musicals are we actually, gonna get about it? We're gonna get so many. And the funny thing is, so Real Talk, something that are producing artistic director Andre Bishop has said for the last two years is whenever we start a new show, he always gives a talk to the actors and the staff. And he always says, everyone always comes to him and says, when are you doing the Trump show? When are you doing a show about politics today? And he always says, we can't because we don't know how it ends. Or we haven't processed it There's something about doing theater about now, but if you really want to focus and analyze something, we have to wait till it's over. I agree. So if anybody brought me something right after it was over, I'd be like, you don't have the full story. You have act one. Hastily written. You have act one. Great. Good.
0: Yeah. Well, let's move on. We'll do. um, Yeah, please, please. Let's move on to topic number two.
1: Topic number two. Hot topics.
0: Hot, Hot topic number two is video games. Yeah. Are you a big gamer?
1: Uh am I ever. I so I've been playing video games not my whole life because I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. Growing up. Um it was only about sixth grade that I got my first console. Um but yeah, I currently have uh just the two. I have a Nintendo Switch and a PlayStation Four. Okay. But I have pretty much gone through most of the systems. Throughout my life.
0: Do you have a favorite game of all time?
1: Yes. There was a game uh, that launched the Sega Saturn.
0: Oh, boy. It was the CD console. Mm -hmm.
1: Throwback. Um, There was a game called Nights into Dreams. Okay. And you played as this... Oh, it was like... It was early 3D, so it was new-looking... And the whole thing was you flew through people's dreams and had to collect things. So it was like basically Sonic the Hedgehog, but flying. Okay, cool. Um, But it was just really revolutionary. And um, it was one of the first games I was able to play, not on like a Game Boy, so at home. So I like sat for hours during one summer and played through the whole thing. Um, That would I would say like that's all time favorite.
0: Nice. I I am not. The, yeah. I was never always the biggest gamer. Like in my house, mm-hmm. my mom would not allow us to play any shooting games. It was not a thing. So like, oh, I we were sure. never like in the cool kids group of video gamers who played all those kinds of games. Like it sure. took everything for my brother to sneakily convince her to get um um uh what what's what was the PlayStation game? I'm, I'm losing it. Um.
1: Gear? Uh,
0: no um no. It, there was like three or four versions, and there was the the shooting and oh my God, why am I losing it
1: <laughs> were- were you at war
0: no, it were was it war? was like the mob in in Vegas and um grand Theft auto that one. There you go. Grand Theft yep, Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, so he my stole, brother... Stole the cars yeah, and... My brother convinced her it was not about shooting. It was about cars and shit. And, and that's how he got that one. And she was yeah. livid. And then he's like, can I have Halo now? And she's like, fine, whatever. But I never played those games. Like, those games were not for me. But when, like, yeah. um, you know me. I'm a Disney fucking nerd.
1: Mm-hmm. When Kingdom oh. Hearts
0: 1 came out, you know I played that top to bottom.
1: Um, yep, yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. But Same. my favorite video game and this may be a surprise to people I love Guitar Hero. Oh. I No, I can see that. Love Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Now I are you... every single one that came out, I got every expansion I got. Like when they had the Aerosmith one, you bet I played that one till mm-hmm. it was over.
1: Well, one here here's the deal. One, people forget you're from New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> Two. Um I feel like you are such a musical person. Yes. Like you listen to a lot of music that most people wouldn't think like, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about the uh, uh, rock and roller coaster at, at Disney. And you were like, Oh yeah, I love that attraction. And I'm like, why?
0: Yeah. I grew up, I grew up on classic rock. Like it wasn't something that like my, my mom listened to some of it a little bit, but like I found classic rock and I was like, this music really is powerful. And it's, it, for me, mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person if it can stand the test of time, it's worth my time, and classic rock does that. So when you had this, this gaming system come out with these, um, you get to play guitar and play these classic songs. You're like, okay, maybe maybe this is something yeah. to take note of. And like I remember, um, on my iPod, like making playlists of all the songs from like, Guitar Hero One and Guitar Hero Two, and illegally downloading all these songs from Napster and um, all yep. those fun little things. But yeah, See, I, I... And
1: I was. I was going to say that I did that, but instead of Guitar Hero, I did it with Tony Hawk Skateboarding.
0: Oh, because
1: those games all had a soundtrack to them, They sure And did. they were sort of my. Yep. They were my way into like the like straight. Really like skatery boys that I was friends with. That I could be like, oh, yeah, I know that, you know, I don't even remember what songs were on there anymore. Um, But I was like, I didn't obviously didn't listen to that music myself. But when I was playing Tony Hawk, I did
0: right yeah i mean um, similarly um obviously me and my brother were our big sports people um so we had madden and all that i mean like it got to the point in the early 2000s where there would be a soundtrack attached to it and like they would have the little ticker on the bottom to say what the song is and by the artist like it, it was one of those things that like got in your head and you're like okay well you play this game so often it must be an important song to listen to mm-hmm. um but yeah music in in video games you really don't realize how integral they are to each other
1: Yeah, Um, I actually brought that up. I was doing this thing and they were talking about music and how it connects and it wasn't music from a game. It was specifically music I was listening to while I played a game. Uh And the fact that music attaches to memory and it was about how in like middle school, maybe junior high, I was playing this Japanese RPG game. You know, those kinds where you play for hours on end to level up your person. Yeah. But when I was doing it, I was also very homosexual. And I was listening to the greatest hits of Cher at the time.
0: Aha! Uh-huh. Dark
1: Lady? So now, Dark Lady, and even earlier, because it was like an early greatest hit. So I think it only went through the 70s. And so there are certain older Cher songs that come on, and I'm like, I'm playing Star Ocean right now i knew (laughs) what i was playing when i did this
0: yeah music really does have this power where if you can recall where you were in a certain moment when you heard a certain song which is a very cool thing and sometimes when it's a bad memory you're like fuck that i never want to hear the song again um Mm -hmm. and for me like one of those songs uh, that is attached like a bad memory is throw this back hey there delilah
1: Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. That wow. was very
0: much a song that I didn't like and it was always attached to my ex-girlfriend who as many know her name was Cody. Um <laughs> I don't know, it was just always the, the those two the two always paired together. So whenever it comes on and I'm like with my brother, he'll just like laugh at me. I'm like shut the fuck up. I'm not I'm not here <laughs> for it. All right. So video games. Are yes. you are you a fan of the classics? Like the classic characters of like Mario and and Sonic yeah. and Crash yeah. Bandicoot and all those fun friends.
1: I mean, because I was so late on them, I am because when I started playing video games for real real, it was like uh what did I have? Nintendo sixty four, Sega Saturn, PlayStation One. Yes. And then eventually I moved on to like Xbox, Xbox three sixty, um so I started play and plus, though I did not have them at home. My cousin who lived next door had a Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and then a Sega Genesis. So Mm -hmm. I was able to play them. Yeah, I just didn't have them in my house. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't play them as often anymore. Like I have Super Mario Odyssey for my Switch and picked it up when I first got it, but I haven't finished it. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now I do, so the main way I play is I'm super solo. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like to play with other people. I don't like to go online and have to multiplayer.
0: Code Um, for this is uh, Coco Taylor hates people.
1: (laughs) Correct. I hate people. I don't want to rely on anyone else. Um, So I play those like crazy games like Final Fantasy um, or um, what did I just finish playing? Oh, all the Assassin's Creed Uh games. uh Um, Like I I love to like get lost in it and... I usually throw on a soundtrack of my own making that gets me into the world, um, and then just like disappear for hours. That's how I play.
0: Now, there's one game or or series that I feel like it stood the major test of time, and I know you and I are about the same age. So for me, it never it didn't really hit me the same way that it hit people younger. Where do you fall? On in the world of Pokemon,
1: the Pokemons? No, I don't do the Pokemons. <laughs> I don't like the Pokemons. All the kids with the Pokemons. Um, because there are know, never,
0: there yeah. are twenty year olds who are still obsessed with it and will not obsessed. stop playing.
1: Yeah, like they they have to they have to catch them all. Pokemon uh, Go every I, fucking
0: day. Still,
1: yeah. I I started Pokemon Go and I. <laughs> couldn't get going with it so i just gave it up after like two weeks i yeah um, i played
0: it for a little bit and i was like i'm addicted to it already i'm not doing this goodbye because it, it it got bad it got really really bad
1: yeah, yeah. and, and it also drained my battery games. yeah those games will drain your battery and they're usually like oh pay five dollars for an extra life and then suddenly exactly a hundred dollars in the hole exactly yeah. no thank you yeah no, thank you but
0: i mean i like find myself sometimes like pretending that i still know enough about pokemon to like fit in with like sure because there are a lot of people in the drag community who are still obsessed with pokemon and yes, that's I'm great i'm
1: surprised i am surprised there's not been a pokemon themed drag show yet let's do it where when we come let's back do let's do it i i i will you can be um, professor um, oak is, is that an old person yeah it's the old i don't guy. know who that is the old he's the old guy, guy. The great end. that's me done I'll just <laughs> sit in the corner and be like you're not ready yet um you know, it's my favorite Pokemon story. What? Have you ever seen the making of video from the Pokemon live tour with Andrew Rannells? No. Oh, okay, after this is done. All you kids, after this is done. So there were, you know how they do these terrible children's tours? Yeah. Um, not, not like tours, I would say. They're like stadium tours for these big things. Um, and there was one for Pokemon right when it was cool in like, you know, 2000, 2002. And guess who was a new actor of the city that got the um, the role of, what, what's the, uh, Team Rocket is the bad one? Yeah, Jesse and James. Jesse and James. He played, which one's the boy? James. James. Andrew Rannells played James. Damn. And he has this, like, he, he, he has the, he can switch into it. I found this out when we were doing falsettos. He can switch into this, like, oh, my God, it's a Pokemon. Look out! Voice. <laughs> As you could only imagine, Andrew Rannells would. But if you look on YouTube, there's a making of video. And it's like a promotional video of it. And it is so, so cringy and lovely. And you should all go see it.
0: Oh, I can't wait to watch this. Yep. Pokemon, yeah.
1: Li- Pokemon Live.
0: Pokemon Live. We we, we, we we love the Pokemon. Yeah, because it's, um, it's one of those things where like I, sometimes I'll tell people, like, oh my god, I have a great song you should listen to. And then I'll, I'll tell them to do... Um, Pokemon, which is the Weird Al um, uh, Pokemon uh, song from the Mm -hmm. uh, Pokemon 2000 movie. Um, It's the only way I can remember the original 150, 250 um, (laughs) because my memory is just not that good anymore. And also I just wasn't huge into Pokemon. My brother was huge into it. And again, he's 27 right now. A little bit younger. And people around that age that we're friends with are still obsessed with it. So I get it. It was just we just yeah. missed it slightly. Yeah. I know I say that I yeah. miss Harry Potter slightly, but others disagree with me vehemently. But whatever, we we have our own <laughs> things we enjoy.
1: We do, we do. I liked um, playing uh, blocks and hopscotch. Yeah, and jacks. Skip you know it. We used to have jacks. Yeah, skip it. Oh, skip it.
0: Remember skip it? That game oh, was dangerous because it would just slam oh, into so your. Bam, bam, oh, bam. oh! It would it would just slam <laughs> right in, and you would get like mm-hmm. bruises and cuts. And but it was so much fun to play. So much um, fun. And what it was? Okay, was it Zoom Ball? Was that what it was? With like the like the football thing in it, where you each had like oh, two handles yeah. and you had to like throw it to the other side. Was is yes. that what it was called? Um, Zoom? I don't remember.
1: Uh,
0: who knows? And you know what I always wanted as a kid that I never got, and I really really wish I did. What? I wanted moon boots.
1: Oh, I had moon boots. Shut up. I was spoiled. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was pretty spoiled as a child. Did you wear them um, to school? Hold on. No, I couldn't wear them to school because I, so I, I think we've talked about this. I went to, um, I went to private school my whole life. Right. right. Um, and there was very, there, we didn't have a, well, elementary school, we had a uniform, junior high and high school, we had a dress code um So yeah, I didn't actually get to wear what I wanted to school. Ever that sucks.
0: That sounds. So I never like, got
1: to wear my moon boots to school.
0: That sounds like this is a good segue into our third topic. Yeah. Yeah. So let's 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 talk about pet peeves.
1: Pet peeves. I you know what I hate?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: I hate pet peeves.
0: You hate pet peeves? Oh wow. No, I don't.
1: Oh, I don't. Do you, that was a do really do terrible segue. Any,
0: do you have any unique pet peeves?
1: Um, well, apparently, uh, it's, uh, a unique pet peeve to think that queens shouldn't throw money on the floor, but, um, <laughs> Interesting. I, I sort of, did you not see that on Facebook? No. Yeah. I started a whole little thing, which now I've come around to a lot of people. I didn't realize why a lot of people did it. Um, like for me, it was very much like a, oh, I am appreciating you. Here's a dollar. And to see somebody just throw it to the ground, um, was like a an, an affront and like a sort of a rude gesture uh, until I think it was Boudoir, Boudoir La Fleur um, reminded me that some queens do this thing called dancing. Correct. Which is new. And apparently it's hard to do uh, certain things with money in your hands. So that's, that's why true. they do it. Yeah. Um, which is good for them. And I understand that. Um, uh, us old park and barkers, just you can just give me a bucket and I'll just hold it.
0: Yeah. All right, so that's your—is that like the, your biggest pet peeve, or is that your drag pet peeve?
1: Let's let's say that's my drag pet. peeve. Okay, cool, cool. That's my drag pet peeve. Um, my biggest pet peeve in real life. Um, God, I should have prepared this since this was my topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I I have such a like, OCD personality in terms of organization. Mm-hmm. I hate. I hate when things are left open, like <gasps> cabinet doors. Me
0: too! So like, That's actually my biggest pet peeve. Yes! I can't stand it. Yes. I cannot stand it.
1: Same. Oh my god, it, it drives In me bedroom, nuts. I can't go to sleep. Like, if drawers are open...
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. It, it's, it's terrible. It, 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 oh my god. And my brother was really, really bad at it. Um... Sure. I I and like I'm not I'm I'm very much the person if there's a drawer open I will slam it and make a big deal about it, Um uh, like just just close <laughs> it just there's no reason for it to be open just just close it it makes things look prettier and neater, like in my exactly. room if I it's don't like
1: these boys
0: yeah my room, you know, there are times when I can't close, like, you know, dresser drawers because you know, my clothes are overflowing so, like, give it two, three days when I Mm. use those clothes and then I can close it again, Uh, but no, it it drives me nuts, that's wild because that would have been the thing I would have said
1: yeah, yeah, drawers drawers, cabinets um, boys who take selfies or like body pictures with the toilet lid open (sighs) like it's a lid, close it
0: I mean... Uh, That's just me. Thotty bathroom photos in general, I'm not huge fan of... Head <laughs> peeve number two. Because it's like, why... What fantasy do I have about you being a hot boy in a bathroom? Not many. Not many. Not my, that
1: not look like the bathrooms you yeah,
0: Not my kink. Sorry. Not for me. <laughs> um, yeah... I, I, my, my, I have a lot of pet peeves, I think. It's, 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 it's bad. <laughs>
1: sure. So is it safe for me, feel free not to answer. Is it safe for me to ask you what is one of your drag pet peeves?
0: Okay, let's see. What can, what do I want to say is a drag What pet can you say peeve? that
1: will not incite a war?
0: Oh, God. See, that's the problem. I'm sure anything I say is that's that. That's the problem. Um... My Okay, here's one you can get me. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say, instead of drag, since it's a it everybody is hurting right now. Yeah. Everybody is we're on we're on hold, so let's not do that. Instead, what's your uh, theater pet peeve?
0: Theater pet peeve. Okay, so this one is actually interesting and I've I've spoken about it many, many times. And I'm I'm someone who theater should make you feel like everything's real and everything is is is, is you know, you You want it to feel like you're in the moment. And if something okay. it feels very fake or forced and then I'm taken out of the moment. And this is a very specific theatrical pet peeve. and I know safety is important, but there there are ways you can do it, but what I cannot stand is in a theatrical show and someone needs to be tied up and you can clearly say, "No, you can fucking break out of that in a hot second. This is really bad. That pisses oh. me the fuck
1: off sure sure as as a as a bondage person you can recognize
0: sure yeah let's go with that yeah no yeah. it's it, dri- <laughs> it drives me nuts um really? there have been many many times where i'm like but the, how, this isn't help. okay yeah whatever um and like because uh, I, I there was a play that i was working on once and and the actor was like no i like make sure i am um and we're like okay well safety's he's like i don't fucking care if i have to stay there and there's a fire in the place whatever we'll figure it out but he's like i want it to be believable i was like all right okay so that's my theatrical one
1: that's your theatrical one okay yeah. what about you my theatrical one i i would say i i laugh at it when it happens but i actually do hate it i hate when writers shoehorn in the name of their show into a line <laughs> And it's funny because we always do when we're sitting in the audience, my husband and I, when it happens, we do this weird, no, we do this um, arm sink thing, this like hand thing where you're like presenting, you know, you open a book and you go, and that's why we were all friends of the family.
0: (laughs) Okay. What is the worst one you've experienced that you can remember?
1: Oh, you know, I can't off the top of my head, um and usually it's it's not so much that the author has put it in it's that actors don't know how to do it or if you get like a really bad high school production oh boy they will put it in there yeah um which you can't fault them they're high schoolers
0: yeah now but... what what about a musical that has the the title as a song
1: oh, oh. does that bother you I guess not. Having, like, a title track, like, like I mean, you know Six does it amazingly. Well, I'm like, Rent. Give me a bad one. Rent. Oh, rent, 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 rent. Rent, 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 rent. rent. Um, yeah, that's not great. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, here's the thing. The problem with me with that is, like, you and me and the Pokemons, um, I came across Rent too late in my life. Okay. I didn't listen to it in high school. I listened to it in college, where I was already paying Rent. And understood, <laughs> I, I sided with Benny, and I was like, "Yes, you people should have jobs and pay rent. You're adults. what's happening." Um, oh, don't say that now, so right now. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I mean, not right now. In in all better times, yes, um, it is good to be working. Not everyone is lucky enough to be. Um, but those specific characters in that musical, great me,
0: yeah,
1: great on me, so hard.
0: Okay, I've decided, you know what, I'm going to share one of my drag pet peeves.
1: Share it. If you share it, I'll share a second one. We'll okay. say that. My drag pet peeve, and this is
0: because probably me, me personally, one being a former stage manager who am always on time and early whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If, let's say, your show starts as advertised at 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. and you show Poster up after 8, 8 o'clock. Dump. Eight nope. o'clock is your Why? show time. You be on that floor mingling. You want to start at nine thirty? That's up to you, but you better go be ahead. there. I'm there for you. You be there for me.
1: Unless you are, you know, it it is it is advertised at eight o'clock, and you have some. You know, what we should have. This is what should, I'm going to go on the tangent. We should have opening acts for drag okay. queens. Okay. Like if I were if I were to do a weekly show again. I think instead of having a guest and giving them like two numbers in the middle of the show, I would be like, you know what? You're going to be the opening act. Okay. Do the first 20 minutes, do whatever you want, take the tips and then I'll do my like 40 minute show.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I was going to be like, didn't you have a show for you anyway? (laughs) Didn't you have an opening act? Don't take that from
1: me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Um, okay. I, I, I I, I, I Um, like that, but no, it, for me, it's if you show up late, come on, um, I'm not going to name names or anything, and I'm not going to blame the queens at all, but there was the time when I went to a venue um, that was advertised at a, let's say, a 7 o'clock show. Um, we got there sure. around um, 6, because, you know, happy hour and drinking, and the show didn't start until almost yeah. 8.45, because the nope. queen didn't get there until 6.30 and wasn't even in face yet. And I was like, well, this bar should not be advertising no, that it's a 7 o'clock show. That pisses me off. Yeah. So, not the Queen fault there. I blame the bar.
1: Okay, I agree with you.
0: So, I'm yeah. just, that's, that's, yeah. my, you that's my drag. Your
1: advertising.
0: Yeah, drag pet peeve is, is show up and be ready to go even if you're not willing, ready to start the show. And, yeah. then, and a lot of people that I, I'm friendly with and I work with or whatever, I'm I'm very much the person who tells them you have an 8 o'clock show, you better be there on the floor at 8 o'clock ready to go. And even with um, the competitions, like we have a door time, which is when the voting starts. And I always say, you should be there at that door time because you don't know who's going to be there and who you can swing votes from.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that time to do that. Exactly. Um. All right, to erase that and make sure nobody comes after you, yeah. I will do my pet peeve that will like Inside the world. Okay. Um, I'm I'm tired of queens who contour breasts without knowing what breasts look like. Okay. Okay. I'm tired of these like two dinner plates on top of your chest. Um, in addition to, and I should I'm I'm going to preface all drag is valid. What I think? fulfills your fantasy please do it in my personal opinion if you're trying to look like an actual woman you should take a look at some breasts and see what they look like and if you are going to contour them then you should at least have something in your bra to give it some 3d sure yeah some 3d um depth yeah i mean
0: listen everyone we are Um, in quarantine take a moment go on pornhub go see what um boobies look like
1: are they doing the free for us yet? The premium? Not
0: for us. Not yet. Not yet. Just Italy. Just Italy.
1: Okay. Um, maybe soon then. Then that way you won't have to waste your your premium money on, right. on heterosexual porn. Exactly. But yeah, yeah go look some boobies. Um, or at the very least, I don't understand, like, the girls who don't uh, pull it together and tape it, you know? If you got a little bit of extra zhuzh up here, like some of us do, yeah, pull it together and tape it. You know? Exactly. know, you get, you you actually do have cleavage then you all should probably see how like this lovely me squishing this together from my <laughs> yeah, it's is. very very funny it's really great
0: it's it's Thank gorgeous
1: you. yeah um so yeah go go inside the world that's that's my drag pet peeve
0: well there we, we we just talked about broadway we talked about video games we talked about pet peeves this was a good quarantine check-in
1: this was a really good check-in I feel like I got things off my uh my contour chest
0: yeah you did well this was so fun talking to you and I hope I don't have to wait like two months to see you in person again um but we are going to ride this out um we're going to keep it positive um and like I did yesterday what is one thing that you're going to do when this is all over what positive thing are you going to bring to the world
1: I am hopefully gonna do some pageants with this amazing package that I've put together that yeah. I have not been able to show anybody yet. Yeah. Miss
0: Comedy Queen.
1: Miss Comedy Queen. I got I got outfits, I got videos, I got new numbers. Um, do you have dancing boys. And hopefully we'll come right back. Um, not for that, because it's a small stage, but um if Miss Hell's Kitchen moves forward, I will have dancing boys for that.
0: Amazing. Yep. yep. Coco, where can we find you on social media and Venmo?
1: Oh, yes. You can find me at uh, CocoTaylorNYC. CocoTaylor, because that's my name. NYC, because that's where I live. And Gutter was already taken.
0: Blah. Well, it was a pleasure. And I'll see you soon, I'm sure. We'll talk soon.
1: I'm sure I'll see you soon, yes. Thank you. Like and subscribe below.
0: The biggest thanks to Coco for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaternow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.